Hello, welcome to our Health Hub for Newcomers and our series of podcasts where we discuss topics related to health and wellness in various languages. My name is Renee, a physician from Jamaica. My name is Mark, a physician from Nigeria. We represent the Abata International Medical Graduate Association, also known as AIMGA. AIMGA is a non-for-profit organization dedicated to the successful integration of international medical graduates into the Canadian healthcare system. We have a health and wellness team that is working in the community to educate newcomers regarding various health topics, supports and services available, and how to assess this support so that they can become more knowledgeable about the overall health and lead healthy and productive lives. Mm-hmm. And today, we will go over some sur- questions surrounding the COVID-19 vaccine. So let's get started. Awesome, Rainy. Uh, our first question today will be, how does the, the vaccine work? And that's a very interesting one. So for us to understand how COVID-19 vaccine works, it helps us to first look on at how our body fight illnesses. Our body does so by multiplying and attacking the invading organism, also known as antigen. And the body does so by the immune system. And the immune system have several tools to which we fight infections. And some of those tools through which we fight infections are the white blood cells. And there are different type of white blood cells that fights infection. Uh, today we'll be talking about three. And one of those is the macrophages. I know this is a medical terminology, but in simple terms, macrophages, what it does is that it swallows up and digests germs and dead and dying cells. After it does that, it leaves behind part of the invading germs called antigen. The body also identifies this antigen as dangerous and stimulates antibodies to attack them. Another tools through which the white blood cells use in fighting uh, infection in our body is called a B lymphocyte. And what does the B lymphocyte do? They are defensive in nature and they produce antibodies that attack the pieces of the virus left behind by the macrophages. The third tool that the white blood cells use are also called lymphocytes and they are also defensive in nature just like the B lymphocytes. They attack cells in the body that have already been infected. So the first time a person is infected with a virus that causes COVID-19, it takes several days or weeks for the body to make and use all the germs fighting tools needed to get over the infection. And after the infection, the person's immune system remembers what is learned about how to protect the body against that disease. The body keeps a few T lymphocytes called memory cells that go into action quickly if the body encounters the same virus again. When the familiar antigen are detected, the B lymphocyte produces antibodies to attack them. Experts are still learning how these lung memory cells protect a person against the virus called COVID-19. So COVID-19 vaccines help our bodies develop immunity to the virus that causes Mm -hmm. COVID-19 without us having to get the illness. Different types of vaccines work in different ways to offer protection. But with all types of vaccines, the body is left with a supply of memory cells, or T or B lymphocytes. And these will remember how to fight the virus in the future. So yeah, it typically takes a few weeks for the body to produce these memory cells after vaccination. Therefore, it is possible that a person could be infected with the virus uh, afterwards. 
And this could be just before the virus, the vaccination to the virus, or just after the vaccination for the virus. And then they can get sick because the vaccine did not have enough time to provide protection. And sometimes after vaccination, the process of building immunity can cause symptoms such as fever. And these symptoms are normal and they are a sign that the body is building immunity. So speaking of symptoms, let's get into the side effects of this vaccine. Awesome. Rainy has set us off for uh, our next topic that we'll be discussing, which is uh, what are the side effects of vaccines? Mm -hmm. uh, vaccines have some common side effects and some very, very rare side effects. And some of the common side effects are the discomfort, the pain, redness and swelling you feel at the site of the um, injection where you got the vaccine administered, which usually is on the arm. And for you to reduce some of these uh, common side effects of pain, redness, and swelling, you can apply a clean, cool, and wet washcloth over the area. You can also use or exercise your arm. Uh, other common side effects that affect the body outside the uh, area where you got administered the vaccine are tiredness. You get tired. Some people have, have like headaches, muscle pain, chills, fever, and nausea. Uh, to reduce discomfort from fever, you drink uh, plenty of fluid and dress lightly. Uh, also, when to call the doctor if you're having some of the side effects. In most cases, discomfort from pain or fever is another sign that your body is building protection. So you can contact your doctor or your healthcare provider. Or also, you can call 811, which is the Abata Healthcare link. Uh, if the redness or the tenderness or the swelling that you got from where you got the shot gets worse after 24 hours. You can also contact your doctor or healthcare provider or call 811 if your side effects are worrying or you do not seem to be or they do, they do not seem to be going away after a few days. These are occasions where you can call your doctor or healthcare provider. Yes, absolutely. Now to a question that can be surrounded by controversy. Is hmm. one vaccine more effective than the other? That's the big one. Very. So every vaccine has recommended guidelines. The government and Alberta Health Services are making sure that all vaccines made available are safe. They remain up to date with the most recent data from clinical trials, and they make decisions based on evidence. For example... The AstraZeneca vaccine has been put on hold for those under 55 years of age due to some information from Europe concerning blood clots. Therefore, as of March 29th, guidelines have been modified accordingly. If you choose not to get the AstraZeneca vaccine, you may wait until you are eligible to receive one of the other vaccines, such as Pfizer or Moderna. However, the AstraZeneca vaccine remains a good choice for those who are at risk of severe outcomes from COVID-19 based on age, who would otherwise have to wait several months to access a vaccine. So let's just review which other vaccines are available and approved by Health Canada. We'll start off with Pfizer, BioNTech, and then we'll go on to the others. So Pfizer-BioNTech COVID-19 vaccine is 95% effective in preventing the COVID-19 virus with symptoms. This is after getting two doses. This vaccine is for people aged 16 and older, and it requires two injections given 21 days apart. 
The second dose can be given up to six weeks after the first dose if it's needed. According to Pfizer data published in December 2020, the Pfizer-BioNTech vaccine is roughly 52% effective only after the first dose. Talking more about the types of vaccine, we've talked about the Pfizer-BioNTech. Other mm-hmm. type of vaccine that is also available and approved by Health Canada is the Moderna COVID-19 vaccine. So we'll be talking a little about COVID, uh, Moderna COVID-19 vaccine. It has a 94% effective rate in preventing COVID-19 virus with symptoms. This vaccine is for people aged 18 and older, and it requires two injections uh, given 28 days apart. The second dose can also be administered up to six weeks after the first dose if needed. The Moderna vaccine can provide over 80% protection after the first dose. The third approved vaccine by Health Canada and that's available is the Johnson & Johnson COVID-19 vaccine. In clinical trials, this vaccine was 66% effective in preventing COVID-19 virus and symptoms as of 14 days after vaccination. The vaccine also have 85% effectivity rate at preventing severe diseases with COVID-19 virus at least 28 days post-vaccination. This vaccine is for people aged 18 years and older, and it requires just one injection. However, the Johnson & Johnson vaccine went into phase 3 trial as a one-dose vaccine because earlier phase trial had shown strong immune response after just one dose, according to an infectious disease expert in University of California, San Francisco. However, the Johnson & Johnson vaccine is currently conducting a trial to give people two doses, which may improve the efficacy rate against mild and moderate diseases. So mm-hmm. Rene will be t- taking us a little bit on any vaccine that is available is better than no vaccine at all. So let's be clear. Any vaccine is better than no vaccine in the fight against COVID-19. Right now, there are more than 150 potential COVID-19 vaccines that are at different stages of development around the world. Health Canada's independent drug authorization process is recognized around the world for its high standards and rigorous review. And the decisions are based only on scientific and medical evidence showing that vaccines are safe and effective. The benefits must always outweigh any risk. So vaccines are being ruled out to meet the demands. And as scientists and researchers are still learning about the disease and the vaccines, it is premature to say that any particular vaccine is superior to another based on initial data on a smaller sample of individuals. It is also important to know that Alberta Head announced earlier this in the month of March 2021 that Alberta will be extending the period between the first and the second doses of COVID-19 vaccine with a goal of providing first doses to all adults aged 18 and above in over Alberta by the end of June 2021. Increasing the time from the first dose to the second dose will ensure that Abata is on track to offer the first doses of vaccine to adults aged 18 and over by the end of June 2021, provided vaccine supply arrives as forecasted by the federal government. Mm-hmm. And starting March 10, 2021, all current Health Canada approved COVID-19 products will have been provided to Albertans in a 16-week or a four-month timeline between the first and the second dose. 
This is in alignment with current National Advisory Committee, commun, committee sorry, on Immunization Recommendations. Anyone who booked their immunization before March 10, 2021 should have been immunized within a 42-day window. All bookings made after March 10 will be on the 16-week protocol. Another interesting question is if you have tested positive for COVID-19, is it still necessary to get vaccinated? Yeah, that's a pretty good question, Mark. And to answer that question, the answer is yes. One should be vaccinated regardless of whether they already had COVID-19. That's because experts do not yet know how long they are protected from getting sick again after recovering from COVID-19. Even if they are already recovered from COVID-19, it is possible, although very rare, that they get infected with a virus that causes COVID-19 again. Mm -hmm. And if they were treated for COVID-19 with monoclonal antibodies or con convalescent plasma, they should wait 90 days before getting a COVID-19 vaccine. Experts are still learning more about how long vaccines protect against COVID-19 in real-world conditions. So please keep in touch with announcements from public health officials as new evidence becomes available. Okay, so another question that was asked is, uh, what do the vaccine actually contain? I know a lot of people have been asking this question. So uh, we were taking a little bit of uh, explanation of what these vaccines actually contain. Remember, we talked about uh, four different companies that produce this vaccine. So for the Pfizer, Biotech, and Moderna vaccines, they contain what medically termed mRNA vaccines. And the mRNA vaccine teaches our cell how to make a protein that will trigger an immune response without using the live virus that causes COVID-19. So once the immune response is triggered, our body makes antibodies. These antibodies help us to fight the infection if the real COVID virus does enter our body in the future. RNA actually stands for ribonucleic acid, which is a molecule that produces cell with instruction to make protein. The messenger RNA, which is in short called mRNA vaccines, contain the genetic instruction for making the SARS-CoV-2 spike protein, which is found on the surface of the virus that causes COVID-19. So when a person is given the vaccine, their cell will read the genetic instruction like a recipe and produce the spike protein. After the protein piece is made, the cell breaks down the instruction and gets rid of them. The cell then displays the protein piece on its surface. Our immune system recognizes that protein, that our immune system recognizes that that protein doesn't belong there and begins to build an immune response and making antibodies against that protein. Right. And in regards to the Johnson & Johnson and the AstraZeneca vaccines, these are adenovirus vector vaccines. Viral vector-based vaccines use a harmless virus, such as the adenovirus, which is a virus that typically causes the common cold as a delivery system. This vector virus is not the virus that causes COVID-19. There are many different types of adenoviruses, and many have been used as delivery systems for the vector-based vaccines for decades. So when a person is given the vaccine, 
the vector virus contained within the vaccine produces the SARS-CoV-2 spike protein, which is found on the surface of the virus that causes COVID-19. Now, this protein will not make you sick. It does its job and it goes away. Through this process, the body is then able to build a strong immune response against a spike protein without exposing you to the virus that causes COVID-19. For more up-to-date information regarding uh, the vaccination, you can also visit the website of the World Health Organization, the website of the Center for Disease Control, the website of Health Canada, the website of Alberta Health Services. Uh, these uh, they give up-to-date information as at the time when these informations are available. Thank you and hope to speak with you on some other health-related topic in the future. Bye. Bye.